may be one of the most, we most powerful weapons that God has given us. And sometimes we don't use it exactly like we're supposed to be using it. You've seen people get in a verbal confrontation. They get in a screaming argument. And uh, a person needs to choose his words wisely. That may determine whether he carries his teeth home in his mouth or his teeth home in his hands. <laughs> so, and there, there's other people that just seem like they just keep a bad taste in their mouth. Seem like every time they open their mouth, they stick their foot in it, you know. <laughs> sort of leaves a bad, a bad taste in, uh, in the mouth there. Um, we use our mouth and our words for so many things. We express ourselves. We express what we want. You go to the restaurant and you order what you want with, with your mouth. You share good times with your friends and, and your family. And your mouth is used to discuss problems and maybe solve problems. If you're having a problem with somebody, you can go to them and speak. We share information. Hopefully that's not gossip. But, but we share information. We can carry that. And then there are serious matters that we use our mouth for, and that's to take an oath. For instance, when you get, get married, when you say, I do, that is an oath, and that is not a time for play. That is a time that is very, very important. Everybody knows what, what your brain looks like, <clears throat> but have you seen some of those real neat brains on, uh, on YouTube or Internet that uh, has each section of the brain which is colored? And there's so many different pieces of, of the brain that uh, controls our body. Uh, and it's amazing how God has put all of this together. You know... <clears throat> In the bottom of the bottom of the brain is where it controls our heart and controls our breathing. And our eyesight, I believe, is close to the to, to the back of our head. We have the brain controls our ears and controls everything. Controls the motor nerves so I can wiggle my fingers. And but one thing that is different is the, is the area of the brain that controls our speech. And it's located, I believe, on the left side up close to the top. And this is the only brain function that has nerve endings that go to every other function of the brain. So when you speak, you are speaking to your whole body. And none of the other portions of the brain uh, do that. I want to mention one other word before we get into the next section. Does everybody know what resonance is? Resonance is the frequency that something will vibrate at when it is hit or like, like a guitar string. Guitar string, you tune it to E and you hit it 
and it will vibrate at the frequent at that frequency that that it, that is tuned to, and it's very very specific. Does everybody know how a microwave oven works? A microwave oven works identically the same way. There is a frequency source that is transmitted down into the oven and it is the resonant frequency of water. So when this energy hits the water molecules, they vibrate just like the strings on the guitar. And the Indians found out long, long, long time ago when you rub two sticks together, you can build a fire. And so as these molecules rub back and forth, they get hotter and hotter and hotter. So it's, it's actually a, um, a very, very simple thing. Uh, God gives us many guidelines, you know, about our tongue and the way that, uh, the way that we, should, way we should use it. It gives us like the Ten Commandments, you know. Thou shalt not take the Lord thy God's name in vain. But one thing that is very, very important that I haven't heard discussed that much is the fact that we are to worship Him with all of our heart. And there is, I read this and it has been the God has showed me so much on this particular one. In uh, Psalms 150, verse 6, it says, And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy might. And let everything that has breath praise the Lord. In the exclamation point. Praise ye the Lord. And I got, I got to thinking about that and doing some uh, studying. And when we read over in like Hebrews 11.6, there is another passage that goes along with that. It says, but without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is rewarder of them that diligently seek him. I would say that when you're praising the Lord, you are diligently seeking him. And the word, you know, the word gives us the command, and my thought was, at least in, in the beginning was, God just wants us to praise Him. And God does want us to praise Him. What father does not want his child to come up and hug him and say, I love you and thank you for what you have done for me? But I guess in today's society, what goes through the father's mind is, mm, I wonder what this kid wants. <laughs> but, when, but when that father finds out that that kid is not there to get anything, but is there to love him. That changes the mind and the heart of the, of the father. And the father wants to give him things. 
And he wants to bless that, 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 that child. So when we read this uh, Psalms 156, says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. It is a deep meaning because I've done a little bit of research and the medical industry and a lot of people have done a lot, a lot, a lot of study in science, a lot of study in resonance and frequencies. And what they have found out uh, is that our body has resonant frequencies also. And they have found out that 528 hertz, the resonant frequency of 528 hertz produces DNA repair in our body. Wow, that's pretty nice. And 741 hertz cleanses infections in our body. 174 hertz brings pain relief in our bodies. 9 hertz is brain healing. 164.3 hertz is gallbladder healing. Wow. 220 hertz is healing of the lungs. 136.1 hertz is the healing of your eyes. That is amazing. 10,000 hertz is healing of your teeth. That is pretty, pretty nice. You've got to have choppers. Uh, and it says in Proverbs 3, 1 and 2, My son, forget not my law and my commandments for length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. Well, this is a commandment. And as you are praising the Lord, just think, He's healing your body. Because your mouth can hit the biggest majority of these tones. And as you're praising Him, and especially the Word says that He inhabits the praises of His people. And when God comes in and inhabits the praises of His people, and God is present, that just amplifies the healing that takes place in our body. That is an awesome reward, isn't it, for, for praising the Lord? Wow. Uh, it is, there are many other frequencies that are there, and you can go to YouTube, and you can type in healing frequencies. And there is a whole list of these, these things, healing frequencies. And even though our mouth can only hit a small range of frequencies, God is pretty smart. And if you go back up to Psalms 150, verse 3, let's read that. It says, praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the psalmstery and harp. The psalmstery is just a small harp, 
uh, 12-string instrument that's portable you can carry around. Praise him with a timbrel and the dance. The timbrel is uh, our modern-day tambourine, basically. Praise him with the stringed instruments and organs. Praise him upon the cymbals. Praise him upon the high cymbals. Wow. These instruments will hit these frequencies that we can't hit with our mouth. The, the, low, the low strings, uh, there's not anybody that can hit, I don't think, 10KC with their mouth, but this high cymbal right here will hit it. So as we're praising the Lord and praising the Lord in the church, God is healing our body. That is, that is amazing. That is amazing uh, uh, to me. There is one fly in the ointment, and that is when Brahms and Mozart and Beethoven wrote their songs, those classicals from long time back, they wrote them with the standard of 432 hertz. And 432 hertz is one of the God frequencies. It's almost the resonant frequency of, of the earth. And in World War II, Hitler, they found that out. And so they changed the frequency of the tuning up to 440A. And that didn't resonate with, with anything hardly. Uh, and it, it caused the people to be more tight and anxious, whereas if it was at 432 hertz, it relaxes the people. But they, but they moved it up where it's off frequency. And of course, you know, Satan had a little, little hand in that. And then 440 was recognized as the standard. And so all of our instruments are tuned to 440, except my keyboard at home is tuned to 432. I detuned it to 432, and it works fine. And that is, and that is, uh, you know, the the uh, the earth frequency. It it brings it brings peace and joy. It gives us it gives us comfort. And in Proverbs 17:22, it sort of verifies this again. It says, "A merry heart doth good like a medicine." When you're praising the Lord, you have a merry heart, and the Bible says it's like a medicine to your body. For, for healing, and that is good. And the second half of that, it says, but a broken spirit drieth the bones. Ooh, not good. In, in the medical study, the medical industry have studied people all from years, over years, period of time, and they have found that people that have a broken spirit and these are the ones with unforgiveness, hatred, bitterness, always blaming everything on somebody else, never taking the blame, bad attitude. They have found that these people just don't live as long as the happy ones. And they have found the correlation between this kind of a person and arthritis. And arthritis is, is a drying of, of, of the bones. 
and I don't have any medical uh, proof that I can hold up, but I'm going to pass this along to you, and you can be your own judge. The life of our body is in the blood. The marrow inside the bone is what produces this blood. If you have diseased blood, uh, diseased bones, does the bones then produce tainted blood? Yet, don't know, but I know by the, by the studies that people that have this, they don't live as long. And the blood is, is all the way, you know, passed all, all the way through the, um, uh, the body. There was a guy named uh, Emoto. He, is, he was Japanese, and he was a doctor. And he studied the effects of sound and your voice when you, when you speak, primarily on water. And he took a drop of water, <clears throat> and he put it on a glass so he could slide it under the microscope. And the first one... He, uh, he talked to it in a loving way and sort of like you would a new, newborn baby. And, uh, you know, I love you. It's great and created sort of a loving atmosphere for this drop of water. And he instantly froze it, put it on the microscope, and it was a beautiful, beautiful pattern, sort of like snow, the frozen snow. And he took a drop of water out of the same source, put it on another slide, and he spoke hate to it. I hate you, and created a hate environment around this drop of water. That's just with his voice. Froze it, stuck it under the microscope, and it looked like a disaster area. It looked so bad. And if you want to perform an experiment, you can do that with your own mouth. And you can do it with, with rice. People have done it with take and cook some rice, maybe a, maybe a cup, and spread it up in three different jars and, uh, and seal it with, with a lid. Put it on the shelf where all three jars are directly uh, next to each other, where each of them are exposed to the same heat, same cold, same everything. And he put a he put a they put some cloth over them. Some of them do. And then maybe several times a day, you go get this jar. You label one of them love. You label one of them hate. You label one of them ignore. And you take this, take this jar of rice and you take it in the other room and you speak love to it and you, you create a pattern, an atmosphere of love around this, this rice and you set it back on the shelf. You get the one that says hate and you produce a hate attitude. I hate you. You're no good. Blame everything on it and whatever. And after quite a few days... Uh, it's been done many times, and after quite a few days, the one that's marked love stays pretty and fresh. And the one that is marked hate rots. 
turns black just in the power of, of your voice. And the one that says ignore is, you know, about halfway in between that. It hasn't been exposed to the bad nor the good, but it is rotting, but not as bad as the one that says hate. And you ought to try that if, if you're interested and prove the power of your mouth. And the reason that I have, I have brought this up, it says in 3 John 1, 2, it says, Beloved, I wish above all things that ye may prosper and be in good health, even as thy soul prospers. We are an ambassador to Christ And we need joy, we need peace, we need love in our heart. And as we, as you go speak with others, if you speak in, in love, somehow it just makes them feel good. It sort of lines up their water molecules, you might say, in this, in this love that you, that you speak to them, so that they, they just feel good. If you're, if you're sour and you're chewing them out, Eh, they just want to get away from you. They, they don't like it. And even your pet is the same way. If you love your pet and you speak good to it, it's there. But if you chew it out and you're mad at it, it wants to leave. It wants to leave. Our mouth is used in, in many, different, uh, many, many different ways. In Genesis 1, this tells about the creation, creation of the earth. And if you read down through there, it says, And God said, Let there be light. And God said, and it was so. And God said, and it was so. Man, the power of his tongue is really awesome. Our tongue is not quite that, that powerful. But his tongue is that powerful. And it was with his tongue that he spoke this whole universe into existence. And Jesus did the same thing. When Jesus came... He used the spoken word. He said, Lazarus, come forth. Lazarus had been dead for four days, and Lazarus came forth. And through his word, he spoke to the raging seas and told them to be still, and the seas were calm. With his spoken word, there was healing of the ears. He healed the eyes. He healed the lame from his spoken word. And he says, you know, greater things shall you do than what I have done. Wow. I haven't seen that just yet, but I'm looking forward to that. The, our, our, our tongue is not quite tame yet uh, Jesus said but I say unto you in uh, Matthew 12 36 
But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give an account thereof at the day of judgment. Wow, now that's, that's pretty, pretty strong right there. So I, because we don't have the power yet, I think it's because we haven't, we're not close enough to the Lord yet. God is, God is so good. And if you read on in Genesis 1.28, at this is where God gave man the authority over earth. He says, I give you dominion over the earth. And you know, I had a rent house one time. It was my rent house. I had a key. But when I rented the thing out, I did not have, by law, the right to stick that key in the door and unlock it and walk in on that family anytime I wanted to. God has given us the authority down here, and He does not have the authority to come in unless He is invited. That's why the Word says, pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. And we ask God to intercede. The Bible says God knows what we want before we ask, but we need to ask. It is our mouth that, go, that, does, that, that goes forth. And you know, God is pretty smart. I think He created smart. Uh, God left Himself a back door to get in. And Satan fights this with tooth and toenail. This is worse than kryptonite is to Superman. And it's speaking in tongues as the, as the Holy Spirit gives, gives the utterance. So as we yield our tongue to God and let God speak through the Holy Spirit and speak through our mouth, we can give God the right to come in and take care of, of the problems. And that is so, that is so good. You don't, we don't even understand what's taking place. You know, God can be speaking in tongues through you and you give Him the right to intervene somebody halfway around the world or anywhere, anywhere in, in the world. And that person may be a Billy Graham that Satan was going to kill. And by you speaking, your words may be changing the history of the world. It is really, really awesome. There's another speaking in tongues that is so good. Even though Satan has has fought this, he's told everybody that it's evil. And the reason that he has done that is because every time somebody speaks in tongues, uh, somebody torpedoes his wigwam. <laughs> And, and all his plans are all blown up because God takes care of, of the situation. But in a church environment, when we come together and somebody speaks in tongues as the Holy Spirit gives them utterance, 
this is awesome. This is like God having the microphone in heaven and the speaker down here. It is live. It is right now that God can speak to us. And He gives utterance to the person speaking and He gives the interpretation. And God can speak to us. What a powerful, what a powerful voice that we do have. It is, I don't, I don't know of anything that's, that, that's more powerful than, than our actual voice. God, that's what God used. That's what God, and God uses us. And there's one more thing that is very, very important. That's the, in the power of the tongue, it says that life and death is in the power of the tongue. We can change our destiny from the pits of hell to the splendor of heaven with our tongue as we, as we speak. The Bible says that we are all born in sin and if we do not have Jesus, that we're going to be thrown into the pits of hell. When a person dies, there's two demons that come and they grab your spirit man and they take you to the pits of hell and throw you in. And it's down in the center of the earth and the earth is very, very hot. The, the very center core of the earth is almost as hot as the surface temperature of the sun. The sun is about 10,000 10, degrees, but the earth's center core temperature is only about 8,000 degrees. Now, I don't think hell is quite that deep, but I guarantee you, it is hot. And when a person is thrown into this, Jesus said, where the worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched, a person will be so thirsty, you'll still have all of your, all of your feelings. You'll be so thirsty, but there'll be no water coming. You'll be so hungry, but there's no food coming and the atmosphere is an atmosphere of hate that's that's the worst you know and there may be what they call the dogs of hell they may throw a dog of hell down in your pit and he will attack you and bite you and you can fight him off and he may stand over there and growl but you don't know when he's going to jump on you Again, it is a terrible place. And you'll spend that your time there until the judgment day. And then unfortunately, I think that it's going to get worse after the judgment day. But with your tongue, you can change your destiny. And God wants everybody to be saved. And I don't want to scare anybody. I want 
I want to share that God is love. God wants to love you into heaven because God is peace. God is joy. He wants somebody who will love him and somebody that he can share with. Somebody that he'll give you somebody to talk to himself. He'll provide all of your needs. He'll provide you a place in heaven, a mansion. If you accept Jesus as your Savior. You know, the marriage is in, takes place in two different events. The first event is when the man asks the woman, will you marry me? And she says, when she says yes, at that point, she has committed herself to him. And when we're here on this earth and we commit ourselves to Jesus, then we get rid of the things of, of the world. She is no longer free to go out and date anybody else in, in the world because she has made a commitment to that particular person. And the Jewish tradition was that when the woman and the man were betrothed to each other, that the Jewish man left and he went to prepare a house. And after he finished building the house, he would come back. And then was the marriage the wedding ceremony, the marriage feast, and all of that. Jesus is here right now. I know there's people, there's people online that may be listening. Jesus is here, and if you believe that Jesus is the Son of God, that He came and lived on this earth a sinless life, and that He died on the cross, and His blood was shed to cover your sins and with your mouth you take an oath and commit yourself unto him then then he will come back for you this is this is what it takes it takes a commitment from your from your mouth because god has done everything that he can he says there's good and there's bad. And he says, choose the good. Choose life. Don't choose death. Choose life. Life is for eternal. For you can't even count that far. After 10,000 years, you haven't even got started. And it says that after 10,000 years, it may take that long for you to go around in heaven just to see everything. Heaven is, is, is so great, and God is wooing through love. He says, please, please come. Let's all stand tonight. If there's anybody here that has not taken care of this, has not made the Lord, made Jesus the Lord of their life, now is the time. Now is the accepted time. If there's anybody here, it makes a difference whether you've been to church all of your life or whether you've never been to church. 
This is the only time, or you're listening online, now is, is your time. But it's for, this offer is only for a limited time because once you die, that offer is off the table. And we don't know how long that, 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 we, that we have. If there's anybody that wants to make that commitment, please just come on down to the front. We're going to take care of that right now. Everybody, just just come on down. Come on down to, to the front, and we're we're going to pray this. We're going to pray this prayer. Thank you all so much. Okay. Re- Repeat after me if this, if this is what you believe. Father, I know that I'm a sinner. I know that I need a Savior. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And that He came to earth and lived a perfect life. That he died on the cross and shed his blood so that my sins would be covered. Right now, I ask you to come into my life. I ask you to be my Savior. I ask you to be my Lord. And I pledge to serve you all the days of my life. Write my name in the Lamb's book of life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Give him a hand. Praise the name of the Lord. There may be many, many people online that that is saved. God wishes that everybody was saved. Spend just a few minutes here. Anything you have to say to the Lord, any decisions that you need to make, now's the time. Spend a few minutes. Spend a few minutes with Him. Thank you.